Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Rose Metal Podcast hosted by Emily Watson. In this podcast, we talk about the transition out of sports and any struggles athletes may have faced during sports or afterwards. Rose Metal's mission is to provide resources and support for current and former athletes. Welcome to the podcast. It's Emily Watson and I have Haley Myden here with me as a co-host and we're going to talk about identifying with your sport and... Um, what we've experienced with that and ways that we have gone through trying to fix that. Um, So Haley, say hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, So from my experience, um, I I played softball at the university of Tulsa and I played professionally for a season. And um, then I was grad assistant at the university of Oregon and I didn't realize that identified I identified with my sport until um, I was interviewing other people, talking about how they figured out what kind of job they would get after they were done with being a high-level athlete. And I definitely felt like I identified with my sport because I spent all my summers focused on my sport. I chose a degree that was a little bit kind of easier for me to handle while being an athlete. And I probably could have chosen a different degree or, um, or gotten, a a, an internship in the summer, um, to help build my career towards something to be ready at, at once I'm done with sports, but it's kind of hard to do when, when you have to get to the, the professional level, you don't have time for, for internships and there's that certain dedication. And then, and then I kind of had one foot in one foot out going to grad school. And I definitely felt identified with my sport when I was like being asked what I was going to do after. And I didn't know what else to do. Um, I mean, it, it, do you have any, what, what was your experience with, with, identifying with your sport Haley uh yeah I think I mean growing up I played softball of course since I was five so you get to college and I graduated when I was 23 you're talking about a large amount of your life that you dedicate to one thing and most of the things that you do in your childhood too like when I was in school I mean nobody really enjoys school or not most people don't but you know you're going to school and you're like okay well you know I need to pass because I need to play you know so I think that kind of feeds into it too and you get done and playing professional is so rare especially for softball since there's just very limited opportunities right I think most people in softball I like they want to of course but I don't think that like they see that as like an end goal often you know like in a realistic sense I think that's like their hope but it's like you're expected to get to such a high level and then it's like what's next because yeah same things that a lot of other athletes do and it's 
I mean, you get to you you get to college. What no matter what level you're at in college, that's a, that's a very high level of softball, and that requires a very high level of dedication. And then it's just ending, and it's very very weird to yeah, and, something like that. Yeah, and even if you don't play in pro, which I, I would say that the um, at least the when I played the collegiate level was definitely more competitive but um you still trained a lot you still spent a lot of time on your sport um like training in the summers focusing on your sport like it's still a full-time job all time all the time year round um and yeah uh, it's something that you start when you're three four years old like if you think about it at least for me, when I was like three or four and all throughout elementary school, I was trying out a bunch of stuff. I played soccer. I was in Girl Scouts. I um, was in a bunch of different like clubs. I, I did dancing, believe it or not. I danced for four years. Um, I joined a bunch of different things and you dabble in stuff and then you end up choosing your sport. And just for that sport to have an ending one day, even even the greatest of the greatest athletes, they have to retire one day. They have to stop playing their sport someday. And it's totally easy to identify with something that you feel like you're good at. You feel like you want to spend all your time doing something that you thoroughly enjoy doing. And it needs to be talked about more about identifying with your sport and how to how to move past that once it's done because it feels a, like a very abrupt ending. It does. And I feel like with other, when you're talking about those greatest athletes, I feel, I feel like, I mean, and I, and I totally, I can't speak from their experience, but I feel like a lot of, a lot of times they kind of get to choose when they feel ready to be done. And I think that is something that's a little bit different than some of the people that just to graduate and they have to be done you know yeah. like it's yeah. a it's a I feel like it's a little bit more of not getting closure to it or like not having that choice that really personally made me feel worse yeah. <laughs> because I I didn't feel like I was ready to be done and I wanted I wanted to kind of go on my own terms which yeah wasn't possible really yeah and and imagine if you didn't even make it through college and you had to finish your career from an injury. I mean, that would have completely devastated me. <laughs> right. To be honest. Yeah. But... Like, it, it's just, it all comes to an end someday. And yeah, I, I do, I will say that I, I feel lucky that I was able to finish on my own terms, um, which not a lot of people get to say, barely anyone gets to say that. And I do feel very fortunate enough to, to say that I, I finished on my own terms and that's super lucky, but, um, I I would say that we all have that common struggle with identifying with something that you spent all your time doing. Like at the end of your season, when you, Haley, when you finished your season, you were in a really high level tournament. Yeah. You'd like, you had to train all the way up until the last day. We were in a position where we were essentially, four wins away from the world series like that's 
and that was my like dream my whole life and so that is really tough because I got home and you know I tried (laughs) you try things right you try to get over it that was kind of my way I went to I tried playing slow pitch softball like trying to find a hobby like people enjoy slow pitch softball and I was like okay like I'll go join a little league you know at least you'll meet people I guess and it was just personally I found it so boring I was like this is so (laughs) stupid I am like a month out of being on the field on television (laughs) well probably because it's not competitive it's not and I was and it's you know and I feel like most athletes will understand this I was too good at it (laughs) exactly (laughs) like there's no challenge it's not fun you don't have to work to be good at it like it's just it wasn't for me and so uh, I mean, it was like I had fun while I was there, but it wasn't something I wanted to continue because I was like, this is just, this is just a good way to pass time, not something I want to put time into. So, yeah, exactly. Passing the time versus putting the time into it. And that I think too, I mean, even working out now is, I'm still, I honestly, I still struggle to find a purpose in it I like I'm really active so it's not like I have to like work out hard anyway to just be healthy but I mean before it's like I I woke up early and I ran (laughs) I did sprints and you know I don't see a purpose to doing that anymore so it's like I don't do that like I don't get up I don't I don't work out as hard even though I kind of want to because that's what I'm used to I just don't have the purpose and the motivation behind it yeah I mean I'm still personally I'm still struggling with trying to figure out what my identity is outside of being a softball player which is hard because I'm a I'm a pitching coach and I feel like you know that's what I am is softball because that's what makes me money and that's what I do every day and that's what I'm involved in but at the same time I do need to like sit down and be real with myself and every once in a while and be like no like I am I am I am my parents daughter like I am someone who wants to be known for for um caring in the world and I um like just things like I I I know how to you know, as silly as this sounds like I know how to whistle loud again yeah, that's kind of cool I guess <laughs> <laughs> um I like to go to f45 like just like things that I enjoy doing on the day-to-day basis. Um, like I enjoy getting up, going to see people at the gym and I enjoy working on this podcast and just finding joy in day-to-day life now and moving forward. And, um, instead of dwelling on the past has helped with me personally with identifying with my sport. It's still a struggle, but, um, at least moving forward is the first step. Yeah. And I totally agree because I'm also a pitching and hitting coach and it's like, Oh, I think too, it's, it's difficult because these 40 or so, like you see so many people when you're a coach, like you're say you have six kids a day for the week. I mean, that's a lot of people coming in and out to see you and they only know about a little sliver about your life and it's really the only thing they know is about softball 
And so you're really good at putting on this mask of like small talk within that, within that section. So you come home and it's like, who who are you going to talk to? Me, my dog. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They, it's just difficult. I feel like it's exhausting sometimes because obviously you shouldn't share all of your life with your lessons because it's not why they're there yeah um but it's exhausting because that's really who you spend the most time with and it's hard of course to separate that to post playing because that's where you're spending your time I think that's where it stems from with with growing up playing softball because most of your friends were most likely your teammates or yeah things like that. And I wouldn't trade that because honestly, that's where it's gotten me in my life is I, and I, I, I personally like it, but yeah. um, yeah, I think it's real difficult and I personally have struggled with it. Just like these people only know like 5% of me and yeah. that's who I see more than even my parents. <laughs> So, um, that's been tough, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And you've talked to me before a little bit about, um, finding identity in, um, in Jesus. Yeah. I feel like that has been a helpful thing because it's been a constant in my life. I went to private Christian school and I, I feel, even when I feel the most, chaos in my own mind I feel like there's a it's not like I break down and I'm having like intern I don't I don't know how to explain it like internal turmoil like I feel really peaceful even though I feel like I I don't know what's happening but I feel like at the very least I know it's gonna be fine I will be fine you know it's it's not the end of the world. And I feel like that has been helpful that it's like some sort of thing has been a constant. Yeah, exactly. And, um, what are some other things that you might like do on the day to day basis that aren't related to softball? Oh, well, you know, I, I walk my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, every Saturday I do archery lessons. Oh. Um, you know, I love the Hunger Games, so it's been fun. (laughs) Yeah, and you bought a house. I did. I've been working in there. That's been taking up most of my time. Um, what I would like to do is I like to be really active. It doesn't matter what kind of active. I like, like, I really want to get playing tennis at the park that I can walk to but that requires having another person who wants to do that yeah Um, (laughs) so (laughs) which we'll get into in another podcast about making friends after being a client (laughs) yeah um same thing I have a basketball and we have a park but you know yeah (laughs) I totally relate with that like the whole finding people to do things with but it needs to be normalized, like, finding new hobbies and finding new things to do after your sport is done, like, almost like starting over, like, even if it's just 
just give yourself a year of grace of like, okay, I tried this. I didn't really like it. Tried this. I liked it. For example, I ran every day for 30 days. Uh, I realized that I really hated it. And then I, I, I started up F45, tried that. And I was like, okay, I, I actually, I can do this. <laughs> um, and I, I've interviewed other people who have done, they started Spartan racing, like, that's cool. Your archery stuff. That's cool. Um, just like normalize finding new hobbies, just like when we were four years old. Yeah. I mean, we're literally having to start over. I just think personally, it's rude that there's some things that you can do all your life. And then there's other sports that are like, nope, sorry. <laughs> 20, I agree. 20, like 22, you're done. <laughs> who decided to let us go all in on a sport that has us, most of us finishing at 21 years <laughs> old, if you're lucky. Literally so <laughs> rude. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Rose Metal Foundation and Twitter at Rose Metal Org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and leave a review. It really helps us by spreading the word. Sign up for our newsletter to get weekly updates from us. Another way you can support us is by making a donation at www.rosemetalfoundation.org forward slash donate. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, so your donations are eligible to be tax deductible. So far, we have shared the stories of over 40 current and former athletes, and we have a mentorship program called Championship Mentoring.